guys, welcome back to my podcast. Hope you're having an amazing day as always. It's a Saturday night right now and I'm just chilling. I'm so proud of myself. I've worked out a lot this week and honestly, it's not even deliberate. I just sign up for classes or I say yes to when people invite me to classes and I'm not thinking right at the moment. I'm like, oh yeah, like, you know, like a 7.30 workout sounds perfect. The time comes and obviously I don't want to get charged and not go. So I obviously go, but I'm so sleepy. I'm like, why did I do this? Why did I commit? Why did I book this class at seven in the morning because you're like oh like 7 30 that's like totally doable i'm always up at that time it usually takes me like 20 minutes to get there and i have to get ready and get dressed and i have to eat something before it's like a whole thing i have to wake up at 6 to go to 7 30 workout anyways i'm glad i did it but this is your tip if you feel like you can never get up to go to the gym and you're always like canceling or like postponing it just book a class because they'll charge you if you don't go so you're going to be forced to go and you're going to work out i always feel so much better after i just like feel incredible and you just feel a lot more energized during the day i don't know why i used to get really sleepy in the middle of the day when i used to live in london but i feel like la just like keeps me energized i don't know what it is about it maybe it's because it's super sunny all the time and bright so you feel a lot more energized i guess you're also walking a lot more in london here you just drive everywhere so you get tired more easily i'm not sure i'm just like making this up right now i have serious homework to do i have not kept up with either the kardashians or real housewives of beverly hills and I know a lot has gone down. I'm so excited to just like watch it or do I just save it for a flight? No, I'm definitely watching a few episodes tonight and I don't even know what I'm going to do for dinner. It's like 5.50 and I usually have dinner around 6 and I'm not sure what I'm going to do. I'm not sure what my husband wants to do, but it's kind of late. It's been so warm and amazing in LA lately. It literally feels like summer. Like so many of my friends posted from the beach. I'm like, that would have been a great idea and I love it. It just makes me feel happy. I've also started vlogging. I think I want to do like weekly vlogs but let me know what you guys think about it. For this week I filmed a morning in my life and I loved it. I still need to edit it which is definitely like the hardest bit I feel like because it takes a long time. It takes like hours and hours and I'm not the best at editing vlogs. I'm so used to editing like short form content like a 20-30 second TikTok I'm good with but like it is really long so I need to edit it. I'm probably going to do this tonight but I'm excited to start posting more on YouTube if you guys didn't know I have a YouTube channel and I've posted some videos here and there and I do love it. I grew up watching YouTube like YouTube was my everything like I wouldn't watch shows I wouldn't watch movies I would literally like watch YouTube that was my form of entertainment like my favorite people were definitely like Carly Bible. I love her and I still do and I know she still posts I need to watch some of her videos obviously Juicy Star and her sister oh my god I was obsessed with her sister was it all that glitters she used to do like her room tours and i was obsessed i remember she had like all the mac brushes and she used to like color the tip like gold or something with nail polish and i thought that was the coolest thing ever it had all the mac pots like the eyeshadow pots and all the mac lipsticks and i was like i need to be this person all her furniture was pbt which if you remember it was like if you were cool your furniture was from pbt and they were just my idols obviously desi perkins oh my god i used to love her so much i mean i still do i just like used to love her videos and the other week i was at this summer fridays event and she was there and she looked so stunning i really wanted to go up to her and be like i love you so much but i just felt so shy and she was with her friends i didn't want to bother her but she is literally my queen jeffree star duh i just remember like jeffree star's reviews would either make or break a product like if jeffree star didn't like it like no one would buy it and if it got the jeffree star 
more approval, then it would be like a big hit. Of course, Bethany Moda, she was another amazing like YouTuber back in the day. I remember she was like so fun and like all her DIYs were super cute on her recipes. I wonder what they're up to now. Like I know Desi Perkins has her like makeup line and stuff and like a lot of people have their own companies, but like what is Bethany Moda doing now? Is she still doing content? I'm just so intrigued. Does she have kids? Okay, I'm just stalking her right now. I'm on her Instagram. She hasn't posted since last December, but she's doing great. I mean, she's looking amazing. She's hosting a show and she's slaying life. Such a gorgeous girl. Anyways, do let me know if there's any specific content you want to watch from me on YouTube. There is weekly vlogs or makeup tutorials or just like day in the life favorites. Another thing I wanted to ask is, do you guys want guest episodes or do you prefer solo ones? Because I'm thinking of bringing in some guests and of course it's going to be like beauty and wellness focused, but do let me know if that's something that you guys are interested in or if it's something that you don't really like and you prefer solos. So for today's episode, I really wanted to talk about saving and budgeting and give you guys all my tips. This is a huge big disclaimer that I am not an expert. I am far, far from it. I'm not a financial guru, expert, whatever it is. I mean, I'm sure you guys already know that, but just a huge PSA. These are just some of my tips that have helped me personally save budget and just be a little smarter when it comes to money. So do not take this advice too seriously. These are just some fun tips. My mom always used to tell me, save your money because your money will save you. And it's one of those quotes that have been ingrained in my brain. So I think saving is super important. Learning how to save and budget is very, very important. And let's face it, it's not something we're really taught from a young age. Like they don't teach us how to save in school. And sometimes our parents don't even do that. Personally, my parents didn't teach me anything really. I kind of had to figure it all out myself. And I think it's really important to not mirror your parents' spending habits. Of course, if they're amazing, then yes. But just because your parents spend money a certain way doesn't mean that you should spend your money that way. So a lot of the time we have to unlearn some of the bad financial tips that our parents have passed on to us some of their bad financial habits and kind of start fresh. So we start learning, we start changing things. I've learned a lot of things from TikTok. I know it's silly and it's just TikTok, but I honestly do learn a lot from it. I feel like you can learn anything on TikTok and there's so many financial experts on there. So I've definitely learned a lot. This is kind of a mix of stuff that I've learned along the way and stuff that I've seen on TikTok that I've read about, that I've been told, all that. And number one is build an emergency fund because let's face it, life does doesn't always go the way we planned it. That's why I think it's so important, so crucial to create an emergency fund because trust me, it's going to be useful one day. And if you don't do it, you're going to wish you had it. And I find that the best way to do this is by setting up automatic transfers to a savings account. You can do that every month, every other month. I think every month, just a small amount is the best. That way you don't even think about it. You know that money will go there every single month and it's set aside in case of an emergency. You always are good. Add a side, out of mind. When that money just like leaves your account and you don't see it, you act like it's gone. Obviously, only do this if you can afford to right now. First thing you want to do every single time you get paid is manage your expenses and budget. And that is, of course, number one, like paying your rent, paying your bills, your groceries. Make sure the necessities are taken care of before you do that. And then you can start with an emergency fund. At the end of every single week, I think it's super smart if you sit down with a piece of pen and paper, I mean, or your phone, whatever suits you, and just track your spendings. 
You know how much you've spent on food that week. You know how much you spent on clothes, on your bills, on everything. And then you start becoming more and more aware of all your spendings. At the end of the month, you can sit down and review each week and see where you spend more and where you shouldn't have spent that much. Just being extra aware of everything that's happening when it comes to your finances is key. And I know that sometimes you just don't even want to look. Like this has happened to me so many times where I'm just like, honestly, I don't even want to look right now. I know I've spent a lot of money. I just don't want to check. We do tend to think this way, but tracking your finances is going to help you. You're going to start being more aware. A lot of people disagree when it comes to this code, but I truly stand by it. And it's if you can't buy it twice, you can't afford it. If you're thinking of buying something, whether it's a bag, shoes, a sweater, think to yourself, can I buy this twice? And if the answer is no, just skip it. This has saved me from spending a lot of money and it's been ingrained in my head. Avoid impulse shopping. If you're online shopping, especially if you're like at the mall or something, stop impulse shopping. Really think about it before you buy something. Keep the tab open for a few days. Think to yourself how many times you bought something just because at that moment you thought it was a great idea and then it ended up not being a great idea and it was a waste of money. If you still want it after a few days, after a few weeks, then go ahead and buy it. It's especially tricky when you're shopping in person where you're at the mall and you think you're getting the deal of a lifetime and you're like, of course I need to buy this just because it's on sale. It's not even that cute. And then you buy it and regret it. It's personally happened to me thousands of times. Another thing I've ingrained in my head when it comes to shopping is ask myself, would I wear this 30 times? Would I wear this dress 30 times? Would I wear this sweater 30 times? Would I wear anything 30 times plus? If the answer is yes, then it's probably a good purchase. But you got to be honest with yourself. That's why I feel like buying quality over quantity is so important. And it's definitely one of the things I'm working on. I just remember when I was young, 18, I used to love like pretty little thing and just like buy all the trendy things. I would literally wear that like couple times every single time I would wash something it would be ruined the quality was so bad the material was like scuba it was like so cheap and it's never lasted me more than a few months and then I see my mom for example and she likes to only buy like a few pieces but they're all really good quality and she had the same stuff for years and years and it's not trendy things it's just like classic pieces and sweaters and pants that will never go out of style they're very simple and that's what I want to aim for of course trendy things are fun and we should always incorporate them if we feel like it but the base of our outfit should be like classic things you know that's why i feel also buying secondhand can be amazing because you can find really good quality pieces for like one fourth of the price if you were to buy it from Nordstrom or something. And when it comes to makeup and products, wait until something is fully finished before you buy something new. I'm 100% like that. Even if I don't like a face wash or a serum, I'll fully finish it because I hate wasting things. I get comments on my TikTok. Sometimes I'm like, I don't really like this concealer or whatever. And then I'll keep using it. And then they'll be like, you said you didn't like this that much. I didn't like it, but I'm still going to finish the whole thing before I switch to another one. Compare prices. If you're buying something, make sure you compare the prices in different websites. I would suggest you save the image of the sweater and then drag it onto Google Photos and see where else you can buy the same sweater. The sweater is just an example. Make sure it's the same brand, same quality, and you'd be surprised at how many places you can find the same thing just discounted. This has saved me so much money. I recently got this bag and I was looking all over the internet for it and then I found it and it was 30% off. I would literally hate it if I paid the full price. Isn't it the worst feeling ever buying something and then seeing it on sale? like the next week. Also, this is not an ad, but download Honey. It's free and it saves you money. I always use it when I check out. Sometimes it doesn't work. Sometimes it does. 
and I save money. Also, if you're thinking of buying something designer, make sure you first check any resale websites. Maybe someone wore it for a couple times and then they sold it for like half the price. You never know. Just make sure you check. I also find with used vintage designer, you find pieces that you wouldn't normally see and they're just a lot more special and cool. Like I always love seeing the vintage Fenty baguettes, like all the cool girls carry and they're all super unique and special. Do a closet clean out and sell any unwanted items. It's girl math. Just sell whatever you don't need. Sell whatever you're not wearing anymore. Then you can buy new things, quality things. If you haven't worn something in over a year, it is time to let it go. Just sell it. You're probably going to make like half of what you spend on it, but then you have a lot more space in your closet. It's not cluttered all the time. You obviously have more money and someone else can love whatever you're selling. Think about how much love this dress can get from this girl that really wants to wear it to her prom and it's just collecting dust in your house. Make a rule every single time you buy something, you just sell something you own. Always make a list before you go grocery shopping and never go grocery shopping when you're hungry. That's when you buy all the random stuff that you 100% do not need, all the unhealthy snacks, and you end up spending like double of what you said you're going to spend. That's why I find having a set list of everything you need is going to keep you on track. You just go in, you grab the things that's on the list, and then you exit. You don't look at all the stuff by the checkout, not getting distracted by all the fun drinks, get the things you need, and you're out of there. Wasn't it the most mortifying thing in the entire world seeing your mom eat something at the supermarket? Like she would open a bag of chips and like eat them inside. I thought we were going to go to jail. I thought my mom was stealing. I thought she was doing something illegal. I still can't do it. No matter how hungry I am, I'll never open something when I'm grocery shopping. I just feel like I'm doing something so wrong. Also plan meals with stuff that you already have in your pantry. Make sure you're using everything and stuff isn't going bad. If you have a bag of spinach, make sure you use it with your eggs. Make sure you're making a little side salad with your dinner. Be creative. Use Google. Find different ways and recipes to use stuff that you already have. I think there's an app for that where you write everything you have in your pantry and it gives you like a list of different recipes you can do. I'm not sure of the name, but I know it exists. I feel like also meal prepping is going to save you a lot of money. And you know exactly what you're having for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and you don't have to think about it. You've made everything. You're not just going to like buy something. You're being healthy and you're also saving money, which is great because often when we don't meal plan, we're out and about, we see a cute acai shop, we buy an acai bowl, it's like 20 bucks. So meal planning is key. Limit ordering food from Uber Eats, Postmates, all that. And I'm definitely guilty of that. I do like to order sometimes. Even if the actual food is not that expensive, there's always hidden extra charges at the end. And then it always ends up being like double what you thought it was going to be. It's also a lot healthier if you cook all your meals at home. You're saving money. You're being healthy. It's a no-brainer. Try and not order anything. The thing is, you don't know all the ingredients they're using. So it's always healthier to just cook at home. Even if it's a small purchase, it just adds up at the end of the month. You're just like, oh, I just need a breakfast. Oh, I just need a lunch. And and then at the end of the month, you spend hundreds on Uber Eats and it's just not worth it. It's money wasted. Give yourself an allowance. Tell yourself like I can only order like once a week and then order something that you actually want. You're also expanding your cooking knowledge. You're learning how to cook. You're learning different recipes. My husband and I have this thing where we order takeout once a week and it's usually on Sundays and it's usually Chinese and it's like our favorite thing. And then when you do it special, it doesn't feel like you do this every single day. It feels like a treat. Master your coffee recipe. I swear no coffee shop can make my coffee better than the way I make it myself. I've learned how to make the best coffee for myself, for my taste, and no coffee shop will ever compare. I know exactly the measurements that I want. I know how much milk I want. I know how much sweetener, how much Splenda, how much everything. The amount of creamer I want. It's all very specific. It's all very personal. I feel like 
learning how to make your coffee at home is going to save you a lot of money. And I'm not saying never treat yourself, never get a nice coffee because I love iced coffee. I love treating myself and getting myself a coffee to go sometimes. But just on an everyday basis, learn and master how to make your favorite coffee recipe at home and have this ritual with yourself where you wake up in the morning and you just like make it yourself. You make it exactly how you want it. And you're also saving money. So many times I get a coffee from a coffee shop and it just tastes like pond water. It just doesn't taste right. And you're like, great, I just wasted all this money and this is undrinkable. I find that a lot with matcha. Matcha is so hard to perfect and I feel like it depends on like the quality of the matcha. I always like to add a little bit of vanilla in my matcha just to make it a little sweet. But so many times I bought matcha from coffee shops and just like it doesn't taste right. Also, if it's not in your budget right now to book Pilates and Pilates can be expensive, do it at home. I love at home Pilates. All you need is literally a mat and if you don't have a mat, you can probably do it on a carpet or a towel on the grass. I love Move with Nicole. She's on YouTube and it's free. It's literally some of the best Pilates that I've ever done. Best part is you don't have to go anywhere. You do it in your house. You're quick. You do it in the morning and then you can start your day. I love at-home Pilates and there's literally thousands on YouTube. Do not underestimate a hot girl walk. I love just like putting on a podcast, putting on some music, going for a walk for 30-40 minutes. An amazing workout. It is such a flex learning how to do your hair, your nails, your lashes, your brows, your facials at home. I remember my friends teasing me about doing my hair at home and then COVID hit and I knew exactly what I needed to do to keep my blonde. I knew how to color my hair and it's saved me so much money. Also, when it comes to hair, I don't really trust a lot of people. And every single time I go to the hair salon, I swear they yank my hair with a hairbrush. They are brushing my wet hair. It feels horrible. They're tugging and pulling. I'm like, this is not good for my hair. So in general, I don't love going to the hair salon just because I don't trust a lot of people. I now do go get my highlights done like once, twice a year, but that's about it. Oh, and a toner. I love a toner, like a gloss. I think they call it gloss. Also nails. I feel like press-ons have been amazing amazing lately and I see all my friends using press-ons. I really want to try them out and it's so easy. You just like take them off, try a new set and you're not spending hours at the nail salon just like doing your nails which can be super boring. Switch them up whenever you feel like it. I think the kiss ones are really good. I feel like those are the ones that I've been seeing all over my TikTok. What I was saying about my hair is what I think about my eyebrows. I am particular with my eyebrows and I got them microbladed a few years ago and I regret it. I hate the shape so now I'm really scared of like going somewhere for my eyebrows because I feel like they're going to be overplucked and I'm going to hate them. So I just do my eyebrows at home. I've seen so many TikTok tutorials on how to like tint your eyebrows and it's like super easy. Put on the tint, leave it on for a few minutes and then you're done. So I feel like it's definitely something that you could do at home. I've also seen people doing their lashes at home. There's lash extension kits that you just like use at home. I think I tried one pair and I really like them. The thing with lashes for me is I like to rub my eyes and you can't do that when you have lash extensions. So I think it's a big no-no for me. And I think investing in good skincare is way better than getting one facial a month. When you're actively like taking care of your skin every single day, you're putting on good products, you're never skipping your skincare, you're doing it every single morning, every single night. That is much better than spending loads of money and getting one facial a month and then not taking care of your skin that much. Like if you had to ask me, do I invest in a good facial or a good like serum, I would say get the serum, get the cream because that's what you're going to be using every single day. That 
facial that's super expensive lasts for like an hour. And of course, facials are important, especially if you're dealing with acne. They really helped my skin. But really good skincare is equally important. And you can make a day out of this. You can have your Sundays, your self-care Sundays, your Sunday resets where you take an everything shower and then you do your eyebrows and you do your facials and you do your face masks and your hair and your nails, your self-tan and you just feel brand new the next day. It's your me time. You're taking care of yourself. You're also saving money and you just have the best time. Also look into investing. You can start very small and slowly start building your portfolio. Invest in things that you actually use and products that you believe in and companies that you actually use all the time. I feel like those are the best investments. Invest in experiences rather than just material possessions because trust me, those memories are going to be way more worth it in the end than just like a bag. And the experience does need to break the bank. You can definitely budget that and make it fit your budget. I feel like I've given you lots and lots of tips. Again, I'm not an expert. Please don't come for me. I'm just giving you some tips of some of the things that I've done in the past, some of the things I still do. And hopefully this will help you. I'm now going to have some dinner and go to bed. I hope you're having the best day whenever, wherever you're listening to this. And I can't wait to speak to you again next week. I love you.